Good afternoon. This is Dr. Saul Goldstein. The uh, the opinions expressed by these two, uh, you know, uh, fellows, uh, colored folks, uh, may or may not be the opinions of uh, their employers uh, or mine. Uh, holla at me. Top top, they won't top top. They love top top. They won't top top. They love top top. If I speak, I am in in big trouble. In big trouble, and I don't want to be in big trouble. Listen, we got some friends coming on today. We are going to be doing some uh, other lead coverage. You know, we some MLS homers over here, particularly me. But uh, we got Crunk Chocolate here from Shades of Blue podcast. He's going to be giving us a quick rundown on some of the happenings overseas. Crunk, let's get into it, man. How you feeling? I'm good. I'm good. I just appreciate y'all, like always, for having me on. Hey, man, first of all, let's discuss this motherfucking shirt. That shit cold as hell, bro. What is that? Oh, it's a Irish Ireland rugby shirt. I like. I don't think I said it on here, but I started uh, rugby playing first, so I actually had a huge disdain for uh, football because that's kind of how it is. It's like uh, rugby's a gentleman's sport, and soccer's for hooligans. And I know it gets flipped the other way around when footballers play. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I I didn't really enjoy football. I mean, I liked it, but I wasn't as deep down. And then a couple of years into it, and just overall kicking, and I would actually watch other soccer players how they kick the ball because I'm I'm a big dude, but I like to kick the ball in rugby. Oh, big easy. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, yeah, I like doing up and unders and rubbers and stuff like that and. A lot of people didn't expect that because it was my big ass running at you. But I yeah. could, you know, I was agile for a big dude. So, yeah, I got some rugby shirts too. Dope, dope. Uh, I have one rugby shirt that I saw that I really, really love. This was years ago, but to this day, I remember it just because it was so startling to me when I saw it. And I believe it's an England shirt with a rose on it. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. cream and burgundy. Oh, my God. God, that is one of the best shirts I've ever seen, period, for any sport. Yeah, yeah rugby has some dope shirts, for sure. Yeah, man. Let's jump into these Premier League questions uh, for our resident Premier League specialist. Um, first off, man, what is the biggest offseason story that happened in the league? So I can kind of just give you a couple, I guess, the quick ones. I mean, uh you always have the promoted teams and you want to know how they're going to do. Normally they're, they don't stand a chance. And I really don't think they're going to now again for a full, <laughs> uh, Fulham and, uh, my bad, uh, Bournemouth. Yeah. They don't really stand much of a chance, but it's always good to see, uh, a lot of money has joined the premier league. So, uh, the moves by Chelsea, uh, respected Newcastle to make, some big moves that really hasn't happened. Man City starting off their transfer window hot and they're kind of needing to figure out their left back. That's obviously me from a Man City fan point of view. And uh, yeah, Liverpool, what will they do? They narrowly lost out last year. So can they keep up? Yeah, they just uh, put it on Manchester City in the what was that cup final they just had? Community yeah, they, Shield. They scored, they scored some garbage time goals. Yeah, they won. 
<laughs> yeah, he's not here for it. He's like, fuck that shit. <laughs> he's tight about that shit. Uh, so what are the main storylines heading into the first quarter of the league season? Like, who should we be looking out for? Um, how can newcomers to the Premier League as a whole, you know, find something to get them interested in what's happening in the league? Okay, so... Uh, because of it's a World Cup here, and normally it's in the summer, it's in the winter, because of nonsense. Uh, <laughs> how are teams going to start? And they need to start hot. Arsenal, they made some moves. Uh, they look like they could potentially end up a top four team if they push. Uh, Patrick Vieira with Crystal Palace, can they continue to make the steps needed? They have a really young team, so... That's going to be really fun to see Leeds and Leicester. Those are two teams that are uh, on the way downward. Leeds came in with a big bang, and they're, like, struggling. So we'll see how the U.S. uh, new manager of theirs will do. And Leicester, I just don't – I truly don't enjoy Leicester. There's not really anything particular (laughs) about them. I'm just not a fan of them. And – their team is aging out. They've gotten rid of some key players. I don't really know much from them. And then Tottenham. They've made some smart moves. They've made some savvy moves. They, with a new stadium, they need to start winning. It needs to start making some sense. So we're going to see what they do. So uh, teams like those are Aston Villa, even, even though they're a bunch of assholes. And that's again from a man's <laughs> stadium. Sorry. It, they probably get people, probably. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of teams that you can just hop on and just watch a few games, different teams. Uh, there's going to be some great games. There's The quality in the Premier League has jumped significantly in the last few years. Okay. Nice. So outside of the top six, so let's say – uh, let's take away uh, the two Manchester clubs, City United. Uh, let's take away Liverpool. Let's take away Arsenal. Uh, let's take away Tottenham. Let's take away Chelsea. Um, what do you think um, or who do you think are uh, going to be the exciting teams to watch uh, as a casual fan? Because you've mentioned some of the mid-table clubs that are uh, looking to have good seasons. If you had to pick one or two that uh, you would recommend people watch just as a casual fan, who would you throw out there? Crystal Palace is one. Like I said, young team, mm. uh, fresh manager, still relatively new at, at Crystal Palace, at least. That's uh, my boy. If you're a brown person, it's a brown-ass team, so that's always fun, but they're uh, – Young, but the, the way that they play, it's very high pay, high paced. It's fast. The ball's going to be moving. They're going to press. It's going to be very entertaining. They could win games by four, and they could lose games by four. So uh, it's a going. Every game's going to be entertaining by them. So they would be a great team. Arsenal, the way that Arsenal plays, it looks like uh, with the players that they have acquired they're going to be able to play the Arsenal football that people love, that fast play, that just beautiful, silky play. I'm not excited about it the most. I'm also not worried about it. 
that bad, but it's, uh, they're going to be great. And again, uh, I mean, I know you said Arsenal should be out of it, but that, that will be entertaining. And, uh, I don't think United is going to be in the top six, so that would be fun to watch for the shit show that that's going to be. Ooh. <laughs> and uh, West Ham, West Ham, there they should break through. There's going to be a lot of teams that have been waiting for their chance and supposedly making the right moves and thinking long term. Are they going to be able to knock out these uh, normal top six that we talk about and that we've been used to? Someone they can't last for much longer. I feel. Yeah. Shout out to my boy, Phil. Uh, that West Ham shout out. My man, Phil, was kicking big shit last year. Uh, he's been down with the Hammers for a long time. They've been definitely on the come up mm-hmm. um, and getting better and better. So I'm excited to see what they do this season for him. You want to do a couple predictions for us? We're going to throw out a couple games for you uh, that are happening in August. Um, and you want to give us some predictions? Let us know how you think they'll go. I'm down. Okay. Um, so match day one, um, they're not really any strong games, I don't think, um, except for you all. Uh, you guys open with the aforementioned West Ham. On the road. The champions are, are on the road. Actually, our first and our last games are on the road. That's some bullshit. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Didn't mean to cut you off. So, well, match day one, how do you think that's going to go? That's a dub. That's a dub? Yeah, we're winning. We're beating them down. Sorry. Uh, That's a W. Sorry. Uh, Yeah, it's, yeah, it should be an easy win. I'm not really too worried about the community shield and how they looked. If anything, I feel like that match inspired the team to step up. Uh, There were some key players defensively who did not get starts because they aren't vaccinated and they didn't come to the U.S. tour and Pep was punishing them for missing out on tours and overall just you know not being a team player. I don't really want to get political, but it's from the basis, if you get the shot, that helps you be a better team player. So just from that standpoint, they were not proper teammates. And so the players who went to America with the team, those were the players who got played in the Community Shield and might not have been the best decision. Hindsight. Mm. All right. Uh, match day, uh, match day two. So the second uh, second weekend of the season. Um, the big game there, and this is really early for, I think, a game like this. Um, Chelsea and Tottenham. Uh, what do you think is going to happen there? I could see a draw. I could see Tottenham scoring in the last second. Both teams kind of sit back and wait for the other team to mess up. So it's going to be a war of attrition almost. I really think Tottenham are going to do great. They're, I think they're going to run at people just like they used to, but they're, uh, they solidified their backups. and like Their subs are better. Uh, it, they can handle an injury or two. Yeah, um, I could by one. Let's say a two-one. Kane gets a brace. Chelsea. I think they're going to struggle. I think they still need to figure some stuff out. Sterling doesn't help them really get goals. He helps assist goals. He helps lead up to goals. It will be interesting to see if Werner figures out how 
to score finally. Uh, they have a lot of players. Mason Mount, everyone loves him. I think he needs to shower, and people need to kind of figure out who he is. Like, he's not that great. Um, Kai Havertz, he's kind of disappeared. Yeah, he's, I'm just throwing shots at everybody on your podcast. I'm sorry for all the poor <laughs> listeners and just fans of general teams, and I'm just like, what did we even do? All right, we'll throw one more to you because it doesn't seem like there are any. Uh, there doesn't seem like there are any other real big name games. Um, but Man United and Liverpool, uh, third week of the season. Mm. Uh, I mean, based on what you said before, I feel like I know where you're going. But we got uh, we got a couple more minutes for you to get some more shots off. So <laughs> fire um. away. Honestly, no. I think United can win this. They're going the. They're going to start off strong. It's the beginning of the season. New manager. Uh, the energy is going to be high. So this is the chance they're going to come at Liverpool, and maybe Liverpool's feeling themselves a little too much and could slip up. I see. I think it could be like four two. It's going to be a lot of goals. Ooh. It's going to be kind of an ugly running back and forth type of vibes because Liverpool, they take a lot of gambles. And if a team truly comes at them and runs with them and can do it, and that's how United likes to play. They like to run up and down the pitch. I think United, they can pull it through. And everyone over there in Old Trafford can lose their shit and think that they're going to win it all. And I'm just here for the chaos. I'm really trying to stay calm this year. Uh, last year, City lost Community Shield, and I was ready to burn it all down. And they finished very strong, and they seem to have made some of the right, most, actually 98% of the right moves. I'm down with them not picking up Cucurella. So I'm here. I'm just trying to stay supportive. If people are asking questions of the team, I want solutions. Uh, my block game is strong. I'm blocking the four people. <laughs> it really is. Like just those people who do those like fake brilliant threads. I don't even like read them. It's just like so and so and so and so and blah 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 blah. And I'm going to detail you in this thread many reasons why they should not be here anymore. I don't even read those threads. I just block. Them. Yeah, <laughs> some bullshit. Like I'm not even here for this. I gotta utilize my block button more. How many how many people you have blocked? <laughs> oh, he's hitting the phone too. Hold on. He's giving us a real number. For real? I want a real number. I mean, I can tell you mine. Mine's like three. Like I That's just it? Is it really? I just don't have like I'm just not doing the work to block people, you know. It's yeah. mental 153. Woo! God damn! Yeah. <laughs> you can't think of the fuck out of here, I bro. Told you. Yeah, no, no game. <laughs> I don't think I follow 153 people. This nigga got 153 people. Well, because wow. they just like, because they just like show up, and because you know how Twitter, they're always trying to throw bullshit at you, and they're like, you might like this, and I'm like, I do not. I don't. Yeah. I'm gonna block them, so you can't uh, show me another one of their like stupid. Because you know people make tweets for 
virality and they you know they want to get those likes and retweets and i'm not entirely here for that i mean i I love uh you know you gotta grow your base but if it's in the quote-unquote awful word toxic way where you really just want those retweets for people to get all excited and argue like i'm not here for that i don't want that nonsense on my feed yeah i have 21 blocked 21 block wow yeah. and most of that is just like spam accounts because i'm just like man get this shit out of here so i make mm-hmm. sure i never see it again mm-hmm. but i probably have about like three maybe five actually blocked and that's just to keep me from slapping the shit out of somebody so <laughs> i gotta get my block numbers up that'll probably make my twitter experience <laughs> a lot better yeah and i and i actually because it's also it trains the algorithm like they it also yeah. teaches the algorithm to know that you're not here for stupid tweets and stuff like that. Like, I can't tell you how many things, uh, like the pink sauce lady or pink boo lady, whatever her mm-hmm. name is, like all of that stuff. It, I like just found out about that a couple of days ago. Like, like I'd have the occasional person tweet about it, but I was just like, nope, not even gonna get into yeah. it. And, and then finally I got a few in a row and then videos were shared and stuff. So then I was like, all right. Let me hop in real quick, figure out what this is. All right, this is incredibly stupid. Let me get out. <laughs> Word up. Word. Uh, hey, listen, we always said that off rip, Ken. Highly curate your timeline. Yeah. Yeah. You you're the uh you're the master of that. Like uh you are the uh you're the preacher and the leader of the <laughs> church of highly curated timelines, my G. Appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, okay, we'll let you go on this. Um, the international window is eight games into the season, so it's at the end of September. Um, give us a top four going to the international window. Nothing we're going to hold you to, just like... Um, Do I need to give an order or just who the top four will be? No, you don't have to give an order. We won't. Uh, we won't press you like that. We'll press you like that when you come back after the, uh, before the World Cup. <laughs> when you come back before the World Cup, we'll give you. Uh, we'll press you. Uh, well, when you come back for the international break, we'll press you uh, going into the World Cup. You'll have to have a ranking. But all right, I can do that. I can do that because then there'll be some games played and yeah, yeah, I can yeah. Compare right. some stuff. Uh, I think City, Liverpool, Arsenal. Chelsea. Uh, hey, he I, put Arsenal I, in there. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly think they're going to – their problem isn't – like it's just consistency and uh, yeah. finishing strong because there's some young people. So the – it's well, some young people, and then you have a lot of players who haven't won, and I mean that in the nicest way, and they're kind of used to not winning. So when you when it comes to like grind time, I feel like they can kind of turn off. And I said on a pod with uh, Arsenal person, uh, Smoke Poppy, that's his name. Uh, he's an Arsenal fan. I was like, you guys got a lot of people to get rid of. And that uh, is kind of the big thing. So we'll see what you guys do. But, yeah. Yeah, no, that's real. Arsenal, uh, as the resident Arsenal fan, Arsenal has a big squad. But until this summer, we didn't really have like a lot of squad depth. Like it wasn't like 
there were like people we could go to to rotate our squad that we have full confidence in. So like I'm looking forward, uh, looking forward to that. Thank you for that prediction, brother. (laughs) (laughs) We out here. (laughs) Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, everybody, uh, that was the crunk chocolate. Uh, are you Sir Crunk Chocolate? Did I uh, did the Queen knight you? Did I uh, did I fuck that up? <laughs> no, the Queen not yet. Uh, I just people kept calling me like Crunk the Blue. It, like that just was a thing that people were doing. Uh, okay. I, yeah, it was like three or four random people were calling me. What color? I, you know, never mind. Because like city, because of because of Man City Blue. <laughs> no, I get that. I get oh. that. But yeah. oh, what color were they? No, it was it was it was. <laughs> All shades. It was white. It was brown. It was black. It, yeah, that's why it was so weird. So I was like, all right, let's just change the name, Sir Crunk the Blue, because I mean, it's the Crunk Citizen, and everyone really hates that's the fire. name. Sir yeah. Crunk the Blue, bro. Like, what are we doing? Come on now. All right, but so it's going back to it's going back to Crunk Citizen. I don't really care that much if we're being honest. Crunk it's, Citizen is fire, bro. Yeah, especially I, I with the way, uh, especially with the way y'all spell Citizen with like a Z or something like that. Yeah, like yeah. Plus, alliteration is cool. I yeah. know. I, hey, I love it. That shades of blue. It's literally like a quadruple entendre. Like that's like I'm not, I'm I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm plug here. your uh, plug your shit real fast oh, uh, towards yes. So shades of blue podcast. It's me and four other homies. We're all people of color. We're all brown. Uh, we're from all four time zones. We from the Mississippi all the way to the Pacific Ocean. That's where we represent and we call ourselves Man's, uh, America's most comprehensive Man City podcast because we cover the men's, the women's, the EBS. We do side podcasts. Hey, that's how we met y'all. It was having y'all on a represent episode. Uh, we did episodes about the, the women's Euros. We're gonna do World Cup episodes. Uh, so just like join us, you can be a general fan, and there are some episodes that hopefully you'll fuck with. I also uh, am a writer for Bitter and Blue, which is a, a part of SB Nation, that is a Man City community of writers. And so uh, my first article came out a couple weeks ago, where I blamed Calvin Phillips' injuries on his old manager. Uh, Marcelo Bielsa, and I likened that to Tom Thibodeau and all the careers that he basically destroyed or almost destroyed by overworking the players. So that's kind of the things that I'm going to focus on with my writing is trying to bring the U.S. pop culture, sports culture, and just mash it together with the, the footballing world. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, that is our official Premier League correspondent, yeah. uh, Sir Crunk the Blue, I guess. Um, <laughs> AKA. Not, the <laughs> second I get off of this, I'm changing it. So, I mean, it, hey, are, Crunk <laughs> Citizen, let's go. It's coming back. <laughs> AKA the Crunk Citizen, uh, AKA Crunk Chocolate. Appreciate your time, man. Thank you for coming on, chopping it up with us. You know how it goes down. This has been Chop Soccer Podcast. You know the vibes. Thank you for checking out Chop Soccer Pod Short Corners. For more, check us out on Twitter, at Chop Soccer Pod, and Instagram, at Chop Soccer Pod. You know the vibes.